Hello and welcome to the LDS study session with Come Follow Me. This is episode 225 and I'm your host Matthew Roberts as always. Um, we are continuing with our Come Follow Me study for the week and I'm getting straight into it because we've got a lot to get through with this section. Uh, we're in January uh, 6th to January 12th, 1st Nephi 1-7 to I will go and do. And we're looking at the personal study scripture study section of 1st Nephi 2, when I seek and trust the Lord he can soften my heart. Now this is fascinating because this is only one chapter we've not even reached uh, the story of them um, having to receive the brass plates and there's so much to get through so here we go uh, in first nephi chapter two um i love this literally at the end of chapter one we talked about uh, a couple of days ago um the thesis of the book of mormon that um nephi writes about how he will show how the lord delivers uh, those who are faithful uh, in fact i'm going to read it again just so i don't botch it up uh, but behold, I, Nephi, will show unto you that the tender mercies of the Lord are over those whom he hath chosen because of their faith to make them mighty even unto the power of deliverance. And then, literally, two verses later, in technically what was originally the same chapter, um, it says, And it came to pass that the Lord commanded my father, even in a dream, that he should take his family and depart into the wilderness. Two verses later, since that chapter ended, we again see Jesus Christ, his personal ministry to Lehi and his family. It's just, it's throughout the Book of Mormon. It really is. And that's why we know that there are, you know, many, many uh, references to the Saviour in the Scriptures, uh, in the Book of Mormon in particular. This phrase, tender mercies as well, I want to just come back over that. Uh, recently, um, we, there's obviously been these um, devastating uh, fires in Australia, uh, which have been horrendous and uh, tragic to the people that live there. Uh, and the Pacific Area Presidency uh, asked all those in that area to join in a fast. And I think many other members in the world uh, heard that call and took that on as well, us being a global church. Uh, and our ward uh, took part in this. Uh, and since then, there has been great blessings. Rain has poured from the heavens. And so, you know, the tender mercies of the Lord are evident. doesn't mean that everything is perfect in the world, but there are just those tender mercies that are shown uh, from heaven. Anyway. I'm now two and a half minutes in and not even started properly into what I wanted to talk about. So here we go. Let's keep going. First uh, Nephi, chapter 2, verse 7. I love this. Um, they get out into the wilderness, travel three days, and then they pitch their tent. And in verse 7 it says, And it came to pass that he built an altar of stones and made an offering unto the Lord and gave thanks unto the Lord our God. Um, you see here the evidence of the law of Moses linked in Exodus and Deuteronomy, how there was no tool used to make this altar. Um, so there is clearly, um, you know, this practice that Lehi is continuing, but also just the gratitude. You know, do we show that gratitude when we are given a tender mercy from the Lord like Lehi and his family were? Um, he then goes to his sons, Laman and Lemuel, who we know are, being mur are murmuring and being hard-hearted. And he says in verse 9, and, and when my father saw that the waters of the river emptied into the fountain of the Red Sea, he spake unto Laman, saying, O oh, that thou mightest be like unto this river, continually running into the fountain of all righteousness. Uh, and I love this because we've kind of got a, an ordinance ceremony here. We've got the ordinance taking place at the sacrifice that they make, and then instruction uh, to, his, to his children. Uh, not unlike what we would have in a sacrament meeting. We partake in an ordinance and then we receive instruction. Um, you know, some imagery there of, of an ordinance. But also um, this um, idea that Lehi wants his son Laman uh, to be like the river, running or flowing into the Red Sea, continually like uh, he should be flowing unto the Saviour. 
there's a quote given by uh, Delbert L. Stapley, who said this, quote, Many rivers have their beginning from springs of pure crystal clear water gushing forth from a mountainside. As the water wends its way into the sea, there are side tributaries that join the main stream. Some of these tributaries are polluted and contaminate the main stream, which started pure at its source. By the time the river reaches the sea, pollution has occurred in the body of the stream. How much like life this symbolic representation is. The Lord has revealed that every spirit of man was innocent from the beginning. And God, having redeemed man from the fall, men became again in their infant states innocent before God. With this statement in mind, we can understand why the Saviour said, Except ye be converted and shall become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Close quote. Um, wonderful imagery here by Lehi. And I love the idea that he wants us to run into the Saviour, or he wanted Lehi to run into the Saviour. How often do we run into the Saviour and look for the ways that he is evident in our lives? A little shout out in verse 10, when he talks to Lemuel to the phrase steadfast and immovable, uh, one of those phrases that we hear often and is a great example. Um, in verse 12, we see the problem that Laman and Lemuel have um, because it's um, we know that they are murmurous and that they were disappointed and upset with the decisions that their father made, to say the least. But we see the reason why that, that this is. And it's, it says in verse 12, in the second half of it, and they did murmur because they knew not the dealings of that God who created them. Uh, and they needed to have that change in heart. They needed to have a soft heart to be open to that change, but they were not. Unlike Nephi. Now, what's interesting in verse 16 is that it says this, And it came to pass that I, Nephi, being exceedingly young, nevertheless being large in stature, and also having great desires to know the mysteries of God, wherefore I did cry unto the Lord, and behold, he did visit me, and did soften my heart, that I did believe all the words which have been spoken by my father. Wherefore, I did not rebel against him like unto my brothers. What's, I, I missed this for years until the last reading through that I did of the Book of Mormon a couple of years ago, or a year or so ago. And it's interesting because we always envisage, envisage Nephi being perfect and we envisage Laban and Lemuel being the opposite of perfect. And that's the way it was. But actually, it's much more different than that. Laban and Lemuel, let's not forget, as we go through these experiences, have moments where they are obedience and they do listen to the Lord and, and try. And, and there is, I love a moment later on, and I'm going to really hammer this when, it happen, when, we come, when we come to it regarding the tree of life, that they actually want to know what this dream means as well. But Nephi as well, we always pre presume that he was, you know, the perfect child. But actually, it indicates here he wasn't. In fact, he suggests that the Lord did visit him and did soften his heart which then means that his heart must have been hard before, or at least not as soft uh, as it should have been. Uh, and so the difference is their desire. The difference is that Nephi desired to know the mysteries of God. He desired to make that change, and therefore that change happened. Um, because otherwise, he may have very well ended up like his brothers, for he, his heart also needed to be softened. In October 2014, in a talk, I know these things of myself, um, Craig C. Christensen said this, quote, Like Alma, Nephi also came to know the truth for himself. After listening to his father speak of his many spiritual experiences, Nephi wanted to know what his father knew. This was more than simple curiosity. It was something he hungered and thirsted after. Even though he was exceedingly young, he had great desires to know the mysteries of God. He yearned to see and hear and know of these things by the power of the Holy Ghost. Close quote. This is the difference. This is what made Nephi and his brothers different from each other and therefore have that different outcome. 
And then, of course, Nephi shared in verse 17 and is able to lift his spirit as well. I want to finish looking at First um, Nephi chapter 2, verse 20, uh, which brings to the, for the first time this well-known um, promise that the Lord gives. Uh, it says, And inasmuch as ye shall keep my commandments, ye shall prosper, and ye shall be led to a land of promise. Yea, even a land I have prepared for you, yea, a land which is choice above all other lands. We hear the promise that if you keep the commandments, you shall prosper. And this promise is made 34 times, I think, uh, throughout the Book of Mormon. Uh, and it's one which is uh, very relevant to our lives. As we keep the commandments, we shall prosper in our lands, wherever that might be, in whatever um, pursuit or course that we might have. Now, I am very impressed with myself that I've managed to keep this under 10 minutes because there was a lot there that I wanted to get through within this chapter regarding how when we seek and trust the Lord, he can soften our heart. Um, there is many things, many other things in this chapter, which of course I've not had a chance to cover. I'm only picking out the things that have stood out to me that relate to what the study manual is talking about and that I found interesting. So I really do suggest and recommend that you study it for yourself, but I hope that there's something that you've been studying that you've learned. And if you learned something, uh, in your studies of the Book of Mormon or anything else this year, I'd love to hear it at mattsroberts90 or email me ldsstudysession at gmail.com and I'll share those in a future episode. Please share, rate, review this podcast so others can learn and share together. We can really build this community together. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it and until we meet again.